1: Bye. boy.
2: weekly dish i'm here with stephanie march and stephanie. stephanie hansen stephanie march is the food editor of minneapolis oh, st paul magazine really. and digital executive editor i was gonna new say media. like you got a new title i did uh we have gail on the line live gail's got a question for us i think about artichokes hi gail
3: Hi, you guys i listened to you guys for Saturday. i'm a loser at <laughs> no. artichoke cooking oh i'm a loser And I'm trying to do it right, literally right now. Sure. And I'm not doing a good job. Okay,
0: what are you doing and what are you trying to do? What do you want to have done?
3: Cook (laughs) them. Just so you can like. usually a good bet. No, but I stuck them in boiling water for two of them. And the other one I put in the oven thinking I could be like a gourmet cook you Know from the food network or something, and oh I, I don't know what it okay. And that core with the hair in it, do you and all are that, you looking you to take the leaves to
0: do like the dipping and the eating of the leaves?
3: Um, the I was told to take the outer ones out first. Um, did I eat them? Not really. Well, they're not, <laughs> wasn't much. Maybe I got crappy ones up here. I live up north, so it's, maybe there isn't much going on here. So you're they cooking? you huge, though. You're- I thought, okay, cool. So how far do you have to go into, quote, the core
0: Okay, so here's I'm going to break something down here. There's two things about artichokes. One, they have these really crazy out, scaly outside leaves that it, when you pull them from the the fruit, the flower bud, whatever, you pull it off the plant, yeah. you there's a little teeny tiny bit of meat at the base and you can just scrape dip them I, in a I, little I sauce <laughs> and scrape them with your teeth. If you only want then there's the other part which is the artichoke heart which is underneath all that stuff that you want to, you can easily get to and then cook and eat that separately as a whole other thing.
3: Are you trying to do one or both of those things? No, I was like cooking three of them because I was just trying my style. Okay. So <laughs> this gotcha. just not good. Okay. here's but, like, your. Okay, so Here... you cut that hairy part out, right? That's when you're not supposed to eat. Okay. will die or something. We got to back up here
2: because we're still so confused. Are you
3: using these in a
2: dish? Are you using them just to eat them? Just to eat them. Okay. Okay. Start over. Here's what you would do. You take your full artichoke with all the spiny things on it. You cut the bottom off so it sits flat flat in your pan. Yep. You're going to add about three inches of water. I did. I did do that. Okay. You're going to sort of. boil this for about, it's, it's actually steaming. It's steaming. It's like
3: 25 minutes I put them in No, there.
2: you're going to do it for longer, and you're going to have a lid I, on the I, top. I
3: cooked them till they were going to die. So, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: You're going to put the lid on top of the pan. Do you have an Instant Pot, too? I did.
3: Yes, I did. Okay.
2: Do you have an Instant Pot? <laughs> no. Okay, because they can get cooked in the Instant Pot, You can pot microwave
0: too. them for 12 minutes.
2: Yeah. You can do that, you too. You can put
0: them in a microwave. Oh, 12 minutes? Yeah. Oh you, can put, God, you can I, put you can put it in
3: totally a. kill overkilled these things. Two okay. minutes or
0: two inches of water in a sealed container with the artichoke. A couple po- holes poked yep. through. Sealed 12 minutes in your microwave. That's
3: what, what, I put those little children in there. Sorry. And eat the
0: leaves, yeah. then. Yeah. And then you pull the leaves out, dip them in garlic aioli. You're good.
3: I did. do I make I make tofu aioli because I'm kind of that weird person. Oh, Gail, okay, we know really that's
0: good. right. All right. Thank you for calling.
2: Good luck we and, appreciate your artichoke yeah, questions. Good luck. It is kind of confusing about the hair and the prickly. And
0: well, the middle part is the artichoke heart. And that's like a thing that you got to get to. And definitely don't. It's the fuzzy parts. But like there's a lot of good, Gail, yeah, there's a lot of good demos on YouTube as well. Yeah. And tofu aioli sounds, sounds interesting. Sounds delicious.
2: All right. All right. Top two.
3: Giving the Give him oh, the 01 oh, two. two. One. And now the Weekly Dish presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best 2 In our 2 Alright, give me 2 winning,
1: winning.
2: Okay, I'm going to start out this week Because I'm very excited about something Okay There is a Minnesota maker That makes a non-alcoholic wine That I really liked It is called Dry Wit Yeah And the name of the wine that I liked was called Bruce. Mm -hmm. It is a Mm rosé and it has no alcohol in it. Yeah. And it paired really beautifully with some food that I was eating. And it was one of the first non-alcoholic wines that I've had that didn't just taste like fruit juice and really kind of had more of a um, vegetal feeling like wine would have and that kind of tart acidic um on your back of your throat yeah you can get it at marigold mm-hmm. and um i think they have it at liquor stores too it is called dry wit and the brand the flavor was bruce which was the rose yeah
0: and they i have, really liked it they have a couple others they have like the salinger and the pippy i had the salinger and it was all right yeah it didn't Hit me
2: in the same way that the Bruce did. The hmm. Salinger is the white. Okay.
0: Yeah, I uh I there the drywood is made from um uh it's by Peter. It's the former Marvel Bar Marvel guy. Marvel Bar guy, yeah. yeah. Schweigert. Um really I love that brand. I I have two bottles in my fridge right now. Yeah, I liked it. It's good stuff. All right. Uh my first one is gonna be uh the egg sandwich that I had this week at Toma Moho Grill. It looked
2: so good. Oh
0: my god, you guys. I know I wrote a blog about it. I'm I don't know if I put it onto our show page or not, but listen, this uh sandwich is is um what I loved about it was it added more than just like the brick of souffle egg that we are seeing all over the place. I'm not mad at the brick of souffle egg. I like it. But in this case, it was like a fried egg, a sausage patty, crisp bacon, provolone yeah. cheese. And then he, they put potato chips on it. And I was like, why have I not been putting potato chips on my egg sandwiches?
2: Did you weigh in on the whole 15 versus $18 egg sandwich crisis? um that was going on on twitter
0: i didn't because i haven't eaten it yet okay so i haven't done it I i mentioned it in the blog i did say that i understand that people have feelings about it and if you have you know if you have crab or steak on a on an egg sandwich yeah i understand that i just i don't know if the one that just has ham and egg and cheese is i don't know because i haven't eaten it is it worth 14 i don't know i can't say so well, what if it is?
2: Yeah. I'm I'm curious about what you'll end yeah. up thinking about that. Yeah.
0: Because I think I would
2: spend $18 on an egg sandwich if I thought it was delicious.
0: If it was a really great egg sandwich, uh-huh. then yes. But like you spend that on an egg salad sandwich. But I'm gonna tell you I don't, because I don't like egg salad, <laughs> but but the egg sandwich at Toma Maha Grill is like eight bucks.
2: They have great chicken there, too. Their chicken
0: there is outstanding.
2: So Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give you another non-alcoholic aperitif that i had that i just was like wow this is so great this one is called everleaf it is mountain strawberry cherry blossom and rose hip oh nice it was like a little refreshing syrup but it wasn't like super sweet i was gonna say syrup makes me go yeah no it was so unexpected and so delicious And all I could think of, too, was like, well, we could put some gin in this. (laughs) But you don't have to, because it was really tasty. We all, I was with four people, and we took a sip, and we all kind of looked at each other and went, whoa. Yeah. So that one is called, um, that's also from Marigold, coincidentally. That is the non-alcoholic store in South Minneapolis. It is Everleaf Mountain Strawberry Cherry Blossom and Rose Hip
0: Aperitif. Marvelous, marvelous. Um, Okay, my last one is going to be the fact that I found... My next favorite black and white cookie source because it used to be a piece of cake bakery in St. Paul and they closed. and they close so and I literally was thinking, well, there's it. I can't get those black and white cookies anymore. They're at Crossroads Deli. I don't know why I didn't think that. Of course, they're at Crossroads Deli and they have two versions. They have their own version and they have like New York Deli version. Which is great. What's the difference? I don't know. I couldn't. (laughs) I could only get one. And I threw it right home in my face. And so it just was delicious. And I was very happy to find them. And I can't believe I forgot that they had them there.
2: Okay. So so black and white cookies at Crossroads Deli. There we go. Do you want a a bonus? Okay. Bonus quick though, because we're out of time. Okay. Smoothie. Uh, You know how they have the sunflower oil? Yeah. Yeah. In the grocery section, they now have a fiery pepper sunflower oh, oil check that, that out. had chili crisp feelings oh, in their sunflower oil. Okay. So, uh, smoothie oil, check that out. Okay, I love it. All right, we're going to come back and talk about some chives. chives.
1: Summer training is now in session at the YMCA with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers who focus on real strength and real goals for a more realistic summer. Like the endurance it takes to put sunscreen on a squirming child. No! Okay, stop running. I have to get your ears. Stop! Stop! Don't go in the sand! No! Come on! Learn more at ymcanorth.org.
0: Now we have to start all over.
1: Well,
2: friends, it is harvest season for chives. Yeah! I don't know They're if you up. are looking, but if you are in a south facing sunny side, You probably have a chives, but also the little buds with the pink maybe starting to come out. Do you have any pink buds yet? Not yet. yet. I haven't seen anything. I have flowers, but they haven't opened yet, and I'm in sort of a cold, dark side. Yeah. The beauty of chives is they really will grow anywhere. And I love the taste of chives. You talked about ramps having that allium. Um, A chive is from the same family. Mm -hmm. What I like to do when the flowers come out Is you can eat the flowers, and they look really pretty, like, pressed into focaccia. They're also pretty on on a salad, on an egg. You can, like, sprinkle them on a butter board or, like, crostinis. But also you can um, put those flowers in vinegar and a vinegar brine and make, like, a um, chive blossom vinegar. Yeah. That then you use in salad dressings or for... Um, I mostly use it in salad dressings. I sometimes use it for acid in a pasta. It just has this kind of light oniony flavor. Okay. So the way that you do that is you just get your jar and you put your blossoms in the jar and then you fill it with a little bit of um, vinegar, white vinegar, and you keep it kind of in a dark place until it's the strength that you want. And then you strain out your flowers and then just put it in the refrigerator. Um, did you know you can dry chives? Yeah. Yeah. So you could just lay them out. And although people like, do you ever buy dried chives in the store? No. They're the dustiest, weirdest thing. I'm
0: not, I was just going to say, like, I don't have any desire to dry chives or have dried chives.
2: You can freeze them too. So you can just cut them and freeze them. Or you can put them in like ice cube trays with olive oil um, you can put them in um,
0: paper towel and freeze them that way and then just, like, break off pieces. Um, Can I just say one thing about chives quickly? Yeah. Is that when you're getting them at the store, oftentimes they are already kind of slimy.
2: And dusty. And my yeah. mar-
0: I never get dusty. I get chives from certain grocery stores that come in the little square containers yep. that are, like... Like they're already half, they're already almost rotten, and then they get that really gross, wet, clumpiness. Yep. But I'm going to tell you this: the ones at Trader Joe's have been the best ones for me. Okay, so if you're looking for like some some chives from, you know, a grocery store, and you need them fast, like the ones at Trader Joe's have always been. They last longest. Also, here's how you store chives.
2: Okay. you just store them in a cup of water. Not full to the top, just like an inch of water. So just the bottom of the chive is in contact with the water, not the whole leaf.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: they will keep growing. Just. But like, are you saying
0: like like is there a bottom on there, or is there just like is it just all green leaf? Y- there's you know no I mean? bottom. You just green leaf. Okay. You just cut the bottom off and yeah. stick it in a little bit of water. Stick the the leaf,
2: not the leaf. Okay, the chive. Yeah. Yep, and right. that will your chives will stay longer. Oh, got it. Um, okay. Then when we talk about eating chives, uh, we've talked about chive butter. Yeah. So this is just you have some room temperature butter. You cut up a bunch of chives. You can use the purple parts, too. It makes it pretty, or just the green parts. Stir it in your butter, then put it in a piece of parchment paper or wax paper and kind of lay out a clump. And then you sort of are forming it as you're rolling to kind of get it into a log shape and then put it in the... um, freezer and then you have a log of chai butter. True. And that's great on potatoes. Um, it's good in rice. You can use a spread for grilled cheese, baked potatoes, buttered noodles, breadsticks, crackers, scrambled <laughs> eggs. I could just keep going. <laughs>
0: Is this just is this just a menu yes, of what Stephanie. you feel like eating right now? Pretty much. <laughs> okay.
2: Now, I make drop biscuits for strawberry shortcakes. <laughs> yes. And they're great cuz they're super easy and shaggy and it has all the yeah. puddles for all the strawberry juices. But a sour cream and chive shaggy biscuit, drop biscuit, is also really delicious. Oh,
0: not with strawberry shortcake. No. I was like, come on now.
2: Not with strawberries.
0: Let's not talk about that.
2: But super easy to do. You just stir in your chives with some sour cream, or you can even use goat cheese clumps into your shaggy dough. Plop it by a spoonful onto a pan. And who doesn't love someone showing up with fresh...
0: True. You, you know, could win shaggy, Memorial Day with a shaggy. Cream. I love this whole shaggy biscuit business. Chive
2: biscuits. Because then there's like butter nubs. Yeah. Because you've got, you know, yeah. the shaggy butter in there. Seriously, then, if you show
0: up at Memorial Day with some biscuits and put that on the potluck table, like that's a here. win. That's a flipping win. Um, okay. We
2: also, chives are amazing in mayonnaise. Okay. So you're going to make like a chivy mayonnaise yeah. to what? Potato salad or rubbing on any of the various things that you rub chives on.
0: Rubbing chives now. <laughs> we're gonna rub. Some and we're chives. gonna rub some chives on chive
2: cornbread. Okay. Okay. So you're not just gonna make standard cornbread. You're not just gonna make cheesy cornbread. You are gonna make chivy cheesy chivy cheesy
0: chivies and cheesies. It's Gonna be super delicious. I'm gonna tell you that the chive action in my house is full and big and it's it's frequent. It Strong. goes into it goes into tuna salad. Like if there's tuna salad yeah. and then you hit it with chives, next level. Every ramen bowl has to have chives on top. And chives so last good. into the fall. Yeah. Like they get a little tired and they get a little dry, but they still taste. No, I am. We are like the minute that the chive plant comes up, it is literally like, thank God. Thank God. I don't have to buy them from the store anymore. And it is just a it's the first when thing you that, see them. Yes. yes. The baby, first The first the thing he said was like, oh, I got to get some chives to plant out here because he needs them. He's going to like be in this house and he has to cook for himself. And even if you have a pot of chives in your
2: house growing, which many people do, yeah, they're not the same. They're not the they're driveway chives like are the best chives ever. Driveway chives or the kind of chives that are next to the rhubarb that are hiding the meter plant. Right. Or the meter The meter reader. The meter reader. The, the, meter, gas, meter, reader. the gas meter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
2: okay. Chive spread. Have you had chive spread? <laughs> I don't know. So this is like cream cheese.
0: Oh. A little well, Eddie, sour
2: cream or milk yeah, or bagels, just a little. Cheese. Yep, and
0: plop that down there. There should be chive bay. Instead of salt bay, there should be chive bay. Because, like, you chop up your chives and just... Boom! Chives! Chives. Okay,
2: also, goat cheese. So you let your goat cheese come to room temperature, and then you add a little... You could add some of your chivey vinegar that you made, but you're mostly going to add just a handful of chives, some salt, and you're going to, like, stir all that together and refrigerate it in little ramekins, and serve that with a fresh baguette to I your think,
0: friends. By the way, that one, if you want to add in actual like raw garlic to that, just like super chopped up raw then garlic. Then you have Gorgeous. garlic herb
2: chives. Garlic chives. goat cheese. Stop it. Um, okay. Also, tarts and tartlets look real cute with little chives and chive blossoms laid on the top. Yeah. Or if you want to make a frittata or a quiche. The the pink little chive flour looks excellent.
0: Yes. No, I love the the chive flour is literally one of those, like it's here, it's gorgeous. You gotta adorn whatever you can have with it.
2: And last but Positis. not least, chive butter on Stephanie. <laughs> A what?
0: Piece of bread. Better. Uh chive biscuit? Better. That might be too much. Ribeye. Oh, yeah, a little maitre d butter. Yeah, just... Put some shallot in there, Oh, yeah, some and
2: you get that little oomst, oomst, oomst. Yeah, okay. Chives. Yeah. So I'm going to put up some chive recipes for you, all the ones we talked
0: about. And I would say that most that you do with the chives, you could probably do with the ramps as well. So that's yeah. a really kind of a good win. Chive butter, you could make chive salt. Yes, you probably could make chive salt. Yeah, I bet you
2: can. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. I'm going to try it this year. Do it. Chive salt. Chive salt. Chive salt. Chive salt chive talking okay have we had enough of chives yet maybe scrambled eggs and chives sound real good right now I think I'm going to go home and plop some chive butter on my pan alright that's it we're going to go ahead and take a break and when we come back Stephanie what do we have when we come back we have Chuck Kansky we're going to talk about Rose Chuckles is going to talk Rose when we come back on the weekly dish
0: hey everybody welcome back to weekly dish on my talk 107.1 we are so happy to be joined By Mr. Chuck Kansky. Are you here, Chuck? Chuck, are you there?
1: Hey, how are you? Good morning.
0: Hey, good morning. How are things at Solovino?
1: Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. I mean, look at outside the weather. It's just perfect. It's kind of a perfect
0: day. You guys, Chuck is the owner. He's been on the show before. He's the owner and proprietor of uh, Solovino Wine Shop, which is this cutest little place in St. Paul. (laughs) Right over there on Selby, and we are, um, he is, of course, the guy who has been putting on the biggest, most fantabulous Rosé Fest, Rosé Wine Tasting Test in the Twin Cities. How many years, what are we on now, like 107 of those? Is it something?
1: Boy, sometimes sometimes it feels like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, I, w- I was just talking at the shop with someone, I think the very first one we did at W.A. Frost was in 05. Hmm. So we had a couple of years with COVID. We weren't able to do anything. And I think we took a couple of breaks here and there. But, you know, Rosé 10 Tasting as well as Rosé Fest, I think I'm at about maybe 13 or 14 uh, years.
0: Versions. Wow. And this is, you know, you were putting up this thing where everyone was in the beginning kind of starting to feel like, wow, pink wine could actually be good. And then you you were the guy who was like, Listen, trust me, and you put a bunch of cases out there, and you put it, you know, in your parking lot, and you were like, just come and taste it and see what you love, and it was a revelation.
1: Yeah, you know that that subcategory, you know, it, it was something kind of of a mystery for some folks because you know they they look at it and they just instantly think it's going to be sweet. Yeah, and um, it's one of those things where you really got to kind of talk it through a little bit, and um, you know, I come, I, I I came up with the idea of homework. Um, it was, uh, uh, an awesome idea and, and a guest will come in and they just don't believe that, believe me that they're going to like it. So I slap a homework sticker on it. I give it, I put it in your hand and I say, you go home and try it and, and prove me wrong.
3: Yeah. So, Isn't you it know, funny? It was a
1: lot of, a lot of conversions, uh, converting people one at a time.
2: Isn't it funny? Because when we first got on the air, yeah. Rose was first, it felt like having a moment yeah. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now I drink rosé a lot. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, I think for us, too, you know, we we, we always carry a a rosé section year-round. And, um, you know, in the very beginning, I think a lot of sections in a lot of wine shops in the Twin Cities, they were still a seasonal category or a seasonal subcategory. And now you walk around, and um, it's going to be just as common to see a rosé, uh, on a on a table in January as orange wine is. Uh, I'm really excited about the way uh, rosé has been uh, quietly kind of embraced over the last uh, handful of years.
0: So now that we are moving into um, this season, now just to give us a, like a quick primer, rosé tends to be uh, a young wine that debuts in the springtime, which is why we call this rosé season. Is that correct?
1: You know I mean, uh, like like right now, I just did in an the event, and I had a friend that uh came back from paris and um she said, actually interesting enough the the hot color here's a tip for everybody, the hot color in Paris this year is hot pink, oh. so she was she came back and she showed me some pictures, and it's like pink everywhere, you know, pink flags, and people wearing pink jumpers and rose wine on tables and so. Oh. Um, you know, it's it's definitely definitely something that I think you know people look at the, the the weather, and they think about grilling, or they think about just being out on your patio, or just going for a walk and going to the cabin. And and I really do believe that rosé wine uh, can fit every every person and every occasion.
0: It's so true. It's so true. Okay, so what we have is we have Rosé Fest is coming up, and it's on June 10th, yep. which happens to be national rosé
1: day Day.
0: we got that right this year chuck and then yeah and then so it's out at kellogg park now the magazine msp mag we partnered up with these guys last year and we kind of all came together and really to kind of amp it up a little bit and we're so excited because this year is going to be even better but chuck why don't you tell us a little bit about what people can expect at rosé fest this year
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Um, So we're partnered up with uh, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine as well as the St. Paul Downtown Alliance, and we really um, are excited to be back at Kellogg Mall Park. This will be our third year at Kellogg Mall Park, and if no one's been there, it's just this wonderful, wonderful, um, uh, beautiful tree uh, area that uh, overlooks the river. Um, This year we're going to have our general admission wines. We've got uh, wines from France, some domestic wines. We've got Bon Jovi's wine, Hampton Water, which i got to say is really awesome. Oh, yeah, um, Some wines from Italy, New Zealand. Um, we're going to have some uh, folks from Kettle One Botanical. They want to taste through their their beautiful line of botanical uh, vodka. Um, we've got a really nice uh, uh, Earl Giles is going to be with us this year. Um, we've got a wonderful DJ uh d j uh shannon blowtorch she's gonna be here doing some really good electric music um um uh for everybody and uh revival's also back uh doing the food oh gosh.
0: It's going to be so great. So what we have is at General Mission, you can taste eight different wines. And I have a blog up on MSP Mag that talks, that kind of Mm -hmm. runs through it. Chuck and I did a little tasting through those wines. And we kind of highlighted the areas and the makers and really kind of understood why they were special. And then if you do the VIP ticket, you get an extra 10 wines. Is that correct? Is that what we said?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're gonna, it's gonna be a, another separate area and there'll be some more curated, um, roses, um, a handful of sparkling roses. So if you like bubbles, there'll be, uh, some bubbles, uh, bu- uh rose in that area as well. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and you, know, you get a little, uh, and it's just gonna be an awesome, awesome day. We're looking to have weather like today and who doesn't want to be outside?
0: I know, really, truly. And there will be a giant pink fountain. It happens. Mm-hmm. It just sort of happens. Okay, I want to know one thing. That, <laughs> so, like, what I love also is the the wines that you've picked for this is they're really global mm-hmm. and really understanding that there's not just... Rosé is not a California pink, that some people may think that. Um, you know, there is a California pink in there. But there's a lot of different wines from all over the country. But, uh, Chuck, is there a trend that you're seeing in Rosé, like, overall, that you can sort of... It's identify as what's going on in the industry.
1: You know, I mean, I I I think trend may not be the right right actual right word because yeah. I think trends start and they begin and they end. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. I would say I would say rose has finally arrived in this uh, way because, like, right now. Um, you know, we've got, uh, people around the Twin Cities that are, you know, bringing out all the aged roses from the basement. Uh-huh. You know, we're selling Chateau Moussard right now, the current vintage of 2018. Um, we have a customer in our neighborhood that has Kempier rose that goes back to 2010. Um, I really feel like rose at some point in time kind of. Uh, uh, deviated from the course of, like, being considered Beaujolais Nouveau.
3: Yeah. You know,
1: like, Beaujolais Nouveau was this this very uh, time-sensitive bottle that if you didn't consume it within three or four months, it just would go away and not be drinkable. Um We are just really seeing rosé become a natural purchase within a, a, a mixed case. You know, grab some white, some red, uh, some bubbles, a few bottles of rosé, Um, I really actually am quite proud of the way that the rosé scene has developed in the Twin Cities and how it's just become a commonplace purchase now, which really makes me happy.
0: It really has. And there's one of the things that I also love about the bottles that you've picked are the fact that you really love to highlight smaller producers. Not to say that there aren't big producers who are doing great things, but the smaller producers, we talked about that some of them you picked intentionally Mm -hmm. because you are a small shop, independent shop, and it's good to highlight those makers.
1: Well, yeah, of course. You know, I always tell folks when you have the chance, you know, your money and the way you support with your purchases means a lot. And I feel like it means a little bit more to the independent shops. You know, that being said, I own Haynes white T-shirts and I drive a Volkswagen. <laughs> so it's not that I'm anti, you know, right. industrial or large commercial pr- products. You know, I mean, that would just be silly to say that, um, you know, but I think all of us can agree You know, you you get to build that relationship with your local barista, with the with the local, um, you know, card shop uh, owner, you know, and and you get to know them. And that's the thing that I think is important when you get to support the smaller independent shops. It just means your purchases mean a lot more to us.
0: Good. I love this. All right. So June 10th. National Rosé Day, Rosé Fest in Kellogg Park in St. Paul. It's going to be a great afternoon. Tickets are still available, you guys, so I'm going to put a link up on yep. the show page. And 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 the best thing is, Chuck, like, if you love those wines when you're tasting them at the Rosé Tasting, you can go ahead and buy them at Solovino. Is that correct? That's how we're going to work it?
1: Oh, yes yep of course, of course. and um, we're gonna also have some other uh, other colleagues in the in the in the market the retail market team that's going to also probably be supporting the same lineup so we, we hope to have uh, a wine shop near you supporting these wines so that you don't have to always come to see me in St. Paul. I, I love I love it when everybody, you know, gets to build these great relationships with all of my other friends within the retail trade. So, so we're cool. going to try to get a list of other sh- uh, shops up there as well.
0: Perfect. All right, Chuck, we'll see you on uh, National Rosé Day.
1: See you soon, Chuck. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! All right. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, ladies. You Thank too. You.
0: Okay, we'll be right back. Hey everybody! Welcome back to Weekly Dish, and on this gorgeous Saturday of Saturdays of all the Saturdays of all the Saturdays. Hey you guys! If you're Saturdaying, here's, here's the deal: we are off next week, so we wanted to make sure that we got the Facebook question in there about what are you bringing to Memorial Day picnic because we are not um, going to be Fishing. here, yeah, to talk about we're having it. a vacation day. Yeah, so we're gonna have that, um, and we're hoping that you guys all have you know really great potlucks and killer spreads and. Definitely send us pictures and tag us if you're making anything with ramps or anything like that. If you feel like celebrating me on Sunday, May 28th, you
2: certainly can. Oh, it's your birthday! <laughs> you could raise your glass
0: of French 75. Oh, we're not be here for your birthday.
2: No, That's it's sad. fine. No one's ever anywhere for my birthday because it's always on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, Just know that I am somewhere with a rhubarb something and probably a French 75 feeling just fine. As you
0: should. Okay, I'm going to read off a couple more uh, Memorial Day picnic yeah, ideas sure. from the post. We have... Uh, Shannon says, Amy Thielen's fried onion dip with potato chips for dipping. Yes. Oh, yes. thank that's you. That's in the
2: Midwest cookbook. Yes. She says, killer, and
0: everybody wants a recipe. You cannot make it without making a double batch because you will be sad. Everyone ate it. I love this. This is so true. Okay. um Orzo and vegetable salad from Anne Elizabeth. That oh, sounds right. I like
2: that too. Orzo is very versatile.
0: Yes. Um, Uh, Bill is saying he's making radish green pesto in the spring before the basil is ready to use on an antipasto. So he's using
2: radish
0: green. I love it.
2: I love that. I saw someone pull a radish out of the ground. My friend, um, Farm, what is her handle on Instagram? I
0: don't
2: know. Farm Scratch Farm Cooks something. Anyway, Uh, she has radishes.
0: Katie's also making Italian pasta salad with a toffee apple dip. We haven't had any, not a lot of, oh, Renee, taco bar, always a hit. Always, always a hit. I love this. This is good stuff. I am going to make the blue cheese, bacon, potato salad hit with ramps and chive salt now, I think, or, or yep. chive salt or ramp salt and chives. I'm
2: feeling chive salt in my future because you
0: got me thinking about I know. it. I really and I have like a handful it. of chives that I'm bringing up to the lake. Um, I'm not bringing pickle dip anywhere. I'm not going to do it. I'm taking a break. It feels a little. Take um, a break. That feels like fine. That feels like to take a, a wintry thing. It's really not. It's sort of like I know all but the it just, things, but I just need a break. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, I'm taking a break. Maybe I'll make a, I do love like a blue cheese dip, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it all starts, friends. Like, you know my big thing with the kettle chips and the hot, like you put a little, you get the hot sauce and you go Oops. drizzle it over that potato chips with blue cheese and then crumb fresh all over it. You know that, that rave. That you hit with chives. And that's yeah, an amazing um, thing. Yum. That's just hard to sit out, though. That has to be like a cocktail snack. That's a patio thing. That's not like sitting on a table because those chips will get soggy. Here's an idea. Okay.
2: I went to a ladies dinner, a pickleball dinner last weekend, Mm -hmm. and our friend brought chicken Marbella, and she did it with just chicken legs. Okay. So very inexpensive for a large crowd. Yeah. It is a marinade of, you know, it's in the Silver palette Cookbook. It's prunes. It's... Uh, oregano, lemon juice, blah, blah, blah. And then she served it at like room temperature. Hmm. And so it's picnic fair kind yeah. of. And if you're like, I'm going to have, maybe on my birthday I might have 18 people because mm-hmm. it keeps getting more people. Up at the cabin? Yeah, so I'm like, chicken legs, that's a big like pot of chicken legs is a good way to go for that.
0: That's a good one.
2: Because my husband needs protein yes, as of a course. meal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like who can afford to, even a, a huge pork shoulder For eighteen, might get dicey.
0: Well, you can get that one at Costco. I don't go to Costco. I know, but you can. It's good stuff. I'm afraid of Costco. I
2: don't like the parking lot. I just, I someday on a like Monday morning when no one's shopping, I'd like you to take me there.
0: Okay. Just like (laughs) how about this? We're gonna go We're gonna go do our workout class, and then we'll go to Costco right after. GTX. Yes. uh, No, don't tell everybody. We don't need to have everybody come. Like they're gonna join us. They might. (laughs) They might. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell everybody there are limited spots. Yes. You can be careful for that. I know. Um, okay. So what else is going on? So are you, you're unable to art a whirl. I'm not art a whirling today, I but go... I want you
2: all to art a whirl. It was, it's always so fun.
0: Can we talk about the fact that one of the hottest things at art a whirl this year is uh crusher world at turbo Tim's, which is a auto mechanic shop that has kitties and like, kittens and all sorts of crazy things and they're crushing auto parts they're crushing cars <laughs> they're like driving a giant truck over cars like a demo derby i love like sort of a i love this like Is
2: turbo tim's an auto mechanic place that will repair your car yes how smart of them how smart of yes, them? Them. i might want them to fix my car next time it breaks
0: i mean and it's like they've got murals they've got they love art they're they're super cool. There, they're doing like magicians and all sorts oh, of fun yeah. stuff. way to go, with Turbo! And Angry uh, Line Cook Burger Truck is going to be there. I
2: like his burger truck a he lot. Such good burgers at that truck. And um, also
0: Hackamore. This is not. Hackamore.
2: This is not Art of World because okay. they're not located. But Hackamore Brewing. Yeah has um the salsa kids the salsa yeah. collective and they've got a burger that's real good did you try it yeah okay I've had their
0: burger. i haven't gone out to Hackamar because it's sort of it's in chanhassen chan. it's in chan happening <laughs> but it's <laughs> on your way from the arboretum you yes. stop by chan happening <laughs> yes um and it's like literally on the corner of like the young where my jeep lived forever when it was getting fixed yep but um i like those guys so
2: chan happening
0: chan happening um but there's a lot of there's a couple other things happening in town today that I want to make sure that you guys know about because it's not just art of world. If you're not feeling like you don't want to brave, you know the stuff. Yeah, you don't have to brave all the stuff. Um, but there are. Um, it's also I don't know how to say. It. Oh, that was yesterday. Never mind. Go to the
2: farmers market. Today. Well,
0: for sure. But there's <laughs> there's Asian street food night market. Uh, this weekend at yum. the Aldrich Arena in Maplewood yum and you it's, it's a family friendly event they've got talent show live music tons of food vendors yum and like so much yum dumplings it's a little bit of yum for you um, here's another fun one I think is kind of lovely. If you're looking for something kind of to do on Sunday that's like mm, a little heart, you know, you want to have like that. It's a perfect summer day for a drive. Nelson's in Stillwater oh. is turning 100. Yeah, Nelson's ice cream shop is turning 100. They're having a little parking lot party. And I think it's just kind of a lovely. They have giant ice cream cones oh, there. Oh, God, it's so you good. You wait in line, but you get like a solid, yeah. full-on call. You are not getting chintzed on this one. No. You are 100% going to be happy about that. I actually I don't
2: know. I actually drove through a Culver's last weekend and got an ice cream cone. You did, huh? Uh, and I felt real good about it. I'm not mad at Culver's. <laughs> Andy's Mint. Oh. I had a Mint Culver's and I was like, oh, this is so
0: I have not yet had like a Dairy Queen of the Season. Yeah, not a Dairy Queen
2: yet, but it's coming. I can feel you it. You can feel I, it. I thought about a cherry dilly bar mm. and then the Culver's was quicker. Yeah. I also had a Gordy's burger
0: last weekend. You did well, because you're up there, of course yes, you are. So oh, Gordy's and Coke is open. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling outdoor cheeseburger opening In some way, shape or form. I gotta get my doors. Off my Jeep so I can drive around a little okay, bit. Okay, this is kind of random, but have you seen the
2: TikTok? Because I feel like I'm going to do this on TV. That is the smashed burger patty with the tortilla on top of it, and you smoosh it down, <coughs> and then you flip it over. And so that tortilla is now on the griddle, and it's griddling, 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 and then you fold it and make a taco.
0: A burger taco kind of thing? Yes. Oh. Looks I've not real seen that. Good. It, do you put stuff in it? Is there cheese and stuff? Yeah, then you do the stuff.
2: But okay. you first gotta smash your burger. Yeah, you use the um, the tortilla, almost like the they use parchment paper to kind of create that steam. Yeah, that's one of the tricks of making a smash burger. Yeah, you watch Animales. He taught me how to do it. You get this parchment paper and you press it down with the parchment paper, and you leave that paper on there for a sec because it creates a barrier for the steam. So this tortilla does the same thing. Huh. Then you flip it over and it crisps up and then you fold it Then you put up the cheese, your, and you put the onions uh-huh. and all that
0: stuff on top. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I might look that up.
2: Yeah, I might do it.
0: Okay, I would love to see you do it. Here we go, kids. Go have a weekend. Yes, have a weekend. Have fun. Happy birthday, Happy Memorial Day. Yes. Live large. We'll see you in June. You can always text us and No, tell don't us text what me. Don't text me. You can tweet tweet is tweeted texting. Tweet and texting. Ciao.